Welcome to Strictly Business, Variety's weekly podcast featuring conversations with industry leaders about the business of media and entertainment. I'm Cynthia Littleton, co-editor-in-chief of Variety. Today, my guest is Adam Simpson, CEO of E.W. Scripps Company. Scripps is one of the oldest names in mass media in the U.S. with deep roots in newspapers. Today, the company's focus is firmly on the future of TV and how people consume news, information, and entertainment. Simpson wants to make sure the company that is still controlled by Scripps heirs is competitive no matter how the market takes shape. Simpson is the rare media CEO who has a background as an investigative journalist. He explains in our wide-ranging conversation why he has aggressively bought TV stations since he took over as CEO in 2017, and he also details how Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway came on board as a partner in Scripps' $2.65 billion acquisition of Ion Media TV stations earlier this year. That's all coming up on today's episode of Strictly Business. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Welcome back to Strictly Business. Adam Simpson, President and CEO of EW Scripps Co. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Glad to be here. 
there has been a lot going on at Scripps. I have been writing about uh, deals and transactions and movement in the company, um, some M&A on both sides of the equation, some buying, some selling. Tell me kind of in the big picture, is this the result of kind of a concerted effort to grow and make some of these moves or are you responding to organic market opportunities? Well, I would say both. I mean, really for the long history of Scripps, you know, about 142 years, the company has uh, prided itself on always evolving to meet the changing needs of the media consumer. And, you know, the company started in newspapers. It was one of the first companies to own radio licenses. One of the first companies to launch with television when that was brand new and nobody quite understood the impact it would have on, uh, on America. Uh, was a cable MSO, an operator, uh, got out of the operating business and actually, you know, launched uh, among the first uh, cable uh, networks, um, HGTV, and then acquired the, the controlling interest of, of, of the Food Network. We spun off uh, the Scripps Networks uh, back in 2008, ultimately exited the newspaper business, uh, doubled the size of our local television portfolio. And then, you know, under my leadership, I would say over the last three years, we've really been focused on remaking the company again to be prepared for the next iteration of what the media landscape looks like. The opportunities have come to us um, first to add scale to our local media portfolio. We can recognize the opportunity uh, in consolidation and we participated in that. We uh, doubled the size of our, our local media portfolio. Um, we also the invested- purchase, You're talking about the purchase of Ion Media? No, actually this was even before that. We, oh. we, we doubled the size of our local stations when we acquired um, stations from Cordillera and also stations from the Nexstar Tribune divestitures. Right, right. And then last year during 2020 amidst the pandemic, we really sought to seek the opportunity in the chaos. And that's when we acquired Ion Media and really transformed the company. That was what I would consider a, a significant transformation, uh, an investment in what we see as the future of the over-the-air ecosystem. Mm -hmm. and, and, and we've also you know, created value and, and been in other businesses as well. I mean, we, we certainly were early to the game in podcasting, acquiring Midroll Media and Stitcher and right. Triton Digital. And then last year uh, and this year, we actually uh, sold uh, our podcasting business and our exiting digital audio as well for really good returns for our shareholders. And what made it with podcasting growing, you know, really it's got so much sizzle. Why did you feel like it was the right time for you to exit? Well, I, look, I think we believe that scale is necessary in the media space. And it became very clear to us that our brands, we had done a wonderful job growing those brands. They had, uh, they had been great companies to operate. Frankly, I think podcasting will be one of the most important platforms for the future of journalism. But I also recognize that um, we were not going to be in a position to help foster those companies' growth. And putting them in the hands of audio-only companies that had the capital necessary for them to really continue to foster their growth would benefit both the brands, our employees, and doing so at a time when the valuations were high would benefit our shareholders. And that's why we sold Stitcher to SiriusXM last year in 2020. And that's why we recently announced the sale of Triton Digital to iHeart, because those two companies truly have scale in the audio ecosystem, the, scale, the kind of scale that we didn't have.
Is it hard when you're evaluating your assets like that? Is it hard? Do you have to kind of force yourself sometimes to be objective? Because for something that people may be very passionate about, or even something like podcasting, which is, you know, all the arrows are going up, it seems like it's a growth business, but you know, what you explained makes a lot of sense, but is it hard to get there sometimes if you're in a business that you're passionate about? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, while I see my role as a bit of an asset manager, the, the truth is, you know, podcasting, we got into podcasting under my leadership when I was the chief digital officer. I love podcasting. I've always loved audio. I, I actually started in radio. Um, and uh, so uh, it was a bit of an emotional decision. I think anytime you're uh, divesting of businesses, it, it can be emotional. But at the same time, I think you have to think about what's best for those businesses. I think you have to think about what's best for the employees in those businesses. And, you know, our responsibility is always to create value. And uh, podcasting is a growth business. That's what's fueling a lot of the valuations. And it was a great opportunity for us to do right by our employees, those businesses, and our own company and shareholders divesting of those assets, even despite my, you know, personal love and affection for the medium and the business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, with the, with the acquisitions that you've made and with Ion Media coming into the fold um, earlier this year, you have, you know, you are, you said that you're looking to, to position the company for the future. And a lot of those, those acquisitions have been broadcast TV stations, which on the surface don't, you know, they don't screen the future. Why are you investing, continuing to invest in broadcast TV? Well, yeah, I mean, I think people have this impression that over-the-air broadcasting is a relic of the past. And if you're thinking about over-the-air broadcasting, um, the way you know I grew up, where I remember my dad having to adjust the antenna in order to get the signal before we had cable in our, in our house when I was a kid, that's not what over-the-air broadcasting is anymore. Today, over-the-air broadcasting is a robust marketplace. It's a growth marketplace in media. And it all has to do with the changes to the television ecosystem, because while most people have followed closely the growth of over-the-top television, of streaming, of, uh, of, of SVOD or subscription video on demand, right alongside that, over-the-air has been growing. And today, you know, there's recent research that talks about the total number of households now at 40% of U.S. homes that are antenna homes, digital antenna homes. That's about 50 million households that are using digital antennas. And I think what's happened is consumers have recognized that there is a universe of free over-the-air television that pairs very efficiently with SVOD. And we talk about this phenomenon as self-bundling. You know, Cynthia, I mean, consumers have completely taken control of their entertainment options. And for us, investing further in free ad-supported television through mm -hmm. over-the-air broadcasting, in mm -hmm. fact, being the dominant company in this marketplace is a really terrific opportunity because we see continued growth ahead. Mm -hmm. And it is interesting. We're seeing, you know, we, we've seen, we've done stories about the rise of things like Pluto TV and people that are assembling a lot of, a lot of big content companies are slicing and dicing and assembling new channels. And when you get right down to it, it's like, Oh, it's free over the air television. What a concept. <laughs> it's been around for, you know, upwards of uh, upwards of 70 years. Um, 
do you, um, how, so do you see, I mean, for, for the moves that you're making, it sounds like you see EW scripts as kind of still rooted in the broadcast business. That is the, that is kind of the core foundation of the company that you see in the, for the foreseeable future. Well, look, we've always been a journalism and entertainment company, and we will continue to be uh, a journalism company. Our, our roots are in journalism going all the way back to, you know, EW's first newspaper, the Penny Press in Cleveland. We expect that we'll continue to serve consumers uh, both locally through our local television stations as well as nationally. When I think about the platforms that we serve people on, we'll certainly make use of broadcasting. I mean, there is no more ubiquitous platform off which you can reach more Americans than broadcast television. But our brands are also in the over-the-top space. We're obviously aggressive in digital. Uh, and I expect we'll continue to make you know, additional moves to distribute our, our programming streams wherever the consumer gets them. So it's not a um, it's not a you know uh, a world we, we don't think the world is going to be either pay TV or OTT or over the air. We really think that the world is going to be a combination. The TV landscape is going to be a combination of all three. And I I you know I sort of think my charge is to make sure we're well positioned to navigate the future of television, no matter how the uh, the consumer watches. Mm -hmm. How are you feeling in the local, in the local trenches? How are you feeling at various times in the pandemic? You know, we've heard that local, local spot has really, really taken, taken hard hits, obviously, and, you know, for, for obvious reasons, but what, what, how's it been and what do you see for 2021? Well, it's sort of interesting. Local television itself has proven itself more valuable uh, as a source of news and information for consumers during this pandemic than for, you know, for, for I, I would say, you know, a, a long while before. It comes at the moment when newspapers are most um, wounded and local TV remains the dominant form of news information for most Americans. And in fact, it's, it, it's also the most trusted source of news and information. So during the height of the pandemic, during the social unrest of the summer, we saw higher ratings to our newscasts than we had seen in a long time. Now, some of that has retained, been retained and some of that has settled down. But at the same time, you know, we also were significantly suffering from the impact of the business disruption. When you right. watch the government shut down local economies, it's you know, undoubtedly going to impact the local advertising environment. Right. And we the saw auto dealership is going to feel it, right? Absolutely. I mean, the auto, you know, the manufacturing plants shut down. That stops the auto dealers from getting inventory. The auto dealers are closed. I mean, don't forget that, you know, some of our TV stations service advertisers that can be as large as, you know, the supermarket chain down to as small as, um, you know, the, 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 muffler, the muffler shop on the corner. Mm -hmm. And all of those businesses were definitely um, negatively impacted during the pandemic. Since, I would tell you that we have been very encouraged by the pace of the rebound. Um, first quarter has been very good. I expect us, um, I, I absolutely could have never guessed that we would have seen a rebound as strong as we saw following the election and following the pandemic that we experienced last year. You know, most of the categories are really coming back 
The one exception I would say that we haven't seen come back yet has been travel and leisure. Mm -hmm. Travel and leisure is starting to come back as governors allow more in-person events. But I would tell you, um, you know, travel and leisure as a category has also been positively impacted by the continued growth of the sports betting industry. Sports betting has become a very important category for us. So core, what we refer to as core advertising is actually um, 20, with, with respect to 2021, mm -hmm. doing very, very well. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, you know, hopefully those are positive signs on many levels uh, for the broadcasting business and for the country at large. We'll be back with more from Scripps CEO Adam Simpson right after this break. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. We're back with Scripps CEO, Adam Simpson. Scripps, you have invested a lot in multicast networks, networks that run on the, as sub-channels on the bandwidth of, of what we call the, mothersh the mothership 
uh, station in each market. It's amazing. You know, the, the technology is is amazing what, what can be done. And um, you just recently launched, uh, announced plans to launch a couple of new networks along the lines of programming, along the lines of certain niches. How are, how is the multicast business? It's It's been around, in, you know, in, in various stages for some time now. Is it becoming, you know, this gives you, this gives Scripps a chance to be a national player because of the nature of how these, how these channels can be accessed in streaming, by streaming platforms. How has that been? Is that, has that, changed your profile at all in terms of talking to Madison Avenue because you have a lot of services that now can reach nationally? Yeah, so um, let me unpack that. Um, we don't even think about them as multicast anymore. At this point, the over-the-air universe is exploding. Um, and whether the, whether the signal is on a D1 or main channel or on one of the sub-channels is sort of irrelevant at this point because to the consumer, they all appear to be full-fledged over-the-air broadcast television um, programming streams. And so rather than sort of think about them as, you know, sort of the dominant station and the sub-channels, at this point, we program them as networks. And we bring them to Madison Avenue, we bring them to the national advertising marketplace as a bundle of networks. We reach more than 75 million Americans monthly. Uh, our networks are highly rated. They take significant ratings out of the, the, the broadcast and cable marketplace and therefore revenue out of the marketplace. The real interesting um, opportunity is that as more consumers, particularly younger consumers, forego pay TV or cut the cord, our free over-the-air television networks become the best way for Madison Avenue to reach those consumers because they're spending time with SVOD services, which are commercial free, mm -hmm. and they're spending time with free ad-supported television over broadcast. And, and all we comes in on a grid on your smart TV, and it just right. looks like TV. That's right. It just looks like TV. The consumer doesn't care whether they're watching it um, off of what transmitter. You know, that's that's sort of like parsing. You know, whether you are watching a video on YouTube from Wi-Fi or 5G or 4G. None of that really matters anymore. At this point, the bottom line is I'm enjoying the content. And so we've really spent the last several years putting together networks that are programmed specifically to attract niche demographics. And we'll continue to launch uh, those networks in the over-the-air marketplace. At this point, you know, we have a really dominant position. Uh, if you If you were to be in one of our local markets, for example, and I'll just use uh, uh, Detroit as an example, uh, there might be 25 to 30 over-the-air channels that the consumer has access to. Now, mm -hmm. ours are already the biggest. They're, the, they're, the, they're all Nielsen rated or they're, you know, they're, uh, they're the most dominant in audience size. When you look at that 25 or 30 channels, Scripps has between our local stations and our national networks you know, we, we will by July have uh, eight channels in Detroit, for example. Mm -hmm. So you're really talking about a, a, a fairly dominant share. That's of a the lot landscape. of market share. Yeah, it's a lot of share of the of the marketplace, and a and a really terrific opportunity for us to serve uh, advertisers with the demographics they're seeking. Mm -hmm. And do you have do you get broad MVPD distribution of those channels, or does that not matter? 
So some of our channels have MVPD distribution and some of them don't. It doesn't, it, you know, it, obviously the more distribution you have, right. the better. It's going to matter, right? It's going to matter. So ION, for example, um, uh, is carried on virtually all of the MVPDs uh, as a result of must carry. Right. Right. But some of the some of the other stations are in different different situations. In some cases, we have MVPD carriage. In some cases, we don't. It just really depends. Our goal, though, is to continue to drive greater distribution so that we can be wherever the consumer wants to watch. SVOD subscription video on demand services. Um, that's um, that's a really expensive, high risk knife fight going on among content creators, right. and it's going to benefit us because we have continued to see what happens when the consumer loads up incremental cost. As they add more cost, they become aware that free over-the-air television is an efficient pairing for it. The, the, other, the other thing I always think of, I mean, I think about you know, the evenings my wife and I spend on the couch. You know, I, I love the subscription video on demand services, um, but I have to admit um, that it's starting to feel a little bit like a content glut. And every once in a while, I find myself sitting on the couch and staring at the Netflix screen or flipping over to flipping over to Prime or Hulu. And I'm almost paralyzed. Like, what do I want to start next? Right. And sometimes I just want to lean back, flip around and enjoy something that comes to me. And that's the opportunity in the free ad supported television space. And that's why consumers are flocking to plugging in digital antennas and recognizing that you know, sometimes you want to watch something comfortable, and you know that's uh, that's the that's what's behind really what we expect to be a a, a continued growth opportunity on our network side. Mm -hmm. And Ion Media, of course, buying those sixty some stations brought you also a lot of bandwidth to carry and distribute your your sub channels or multicast networks or whatever want to call them and and I know that that they they brought you some technical capabilities that you didn't have before so there was precisely I mean we're distributing our programming streams over broadcast spectrum and now our company is the largest holder of broadcast spectrum in the company in the country mm -hmm. and I would say we're the most efficient at monetizing that broadcast spectrum because you know we'll be uh you know eight nine networks deep soon when you think about uh, that ecosystem or that electronic program guide from the consumer's perspective, you know, you've got a lot of programming coming off of all of our transmitters that, um, that, is, that is delivered ubiquitously into the homes of, you know, that, that uh, 50 million Americans and growing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, it's interesting. And you also have a very interesting partner in the ION tra transaction in Berkshire Hathaway. Can you at all characterize sort of what the what the appeal of this transaction was from the Berkshire perspective? Well, I think Berkshire recognized um, the opportunity around the economics of this transaction. And I think they like to see companies that have uh, near-term operating discipline, but long-term value creation, you know, aspirations and, and goals. And that's exactly how Scripps operates. I also know Berkshire. Um, does like doing business with family-controlled companies. You know, Scripps is public, but family-controlled, and the Scripps family has been at this for 142 years. Incredibly committed to this company, and they are, and Berkshire are long holders. They like to be invested with people who themselves are invested in the business. And I think all of that comes together. The other thing I would say, my sense of things is um, 
they understand the television ecosystem and they also understand the wireless and spectrum ecosystem having made investments in both of these you know they own WPLG in mm-hmm. Miami which means they have an intimate understanding of the value of local television and what's at play there they're also the nation's if not the nation's the nation one of the nation's largest television advertisers mm-hmm. in their ownership mm-hmm. of Geico right so they also recognize exactly where television shines. I mean, there is no other medium that does an effective job of, uh, you know, selling cars, of uh, of converting people from one wireless carrier to the next, of, of, of getting the cash register to ring than television. I think they understood the value of journalism and, and our company's commitment to the fourth estate, the defense of the First Amendment and the service to the communities where we operate. And I think they appreciated all of that, uh, along, of course, with the, the economics that uh, this transaction uh, provided for transformation for the Scripps, uh, for the EW Scripps company. Adam, tell us a little bit about what about your background and what brought you to Scripps. So I'm a journalist by trade. I was uh, born and raised in Los Angeles. I attended UCLA um, and uh, started working at a, at a radio station when I was in high school, a radio station called KGIL. Uh, out in the out in the valley, um, and uh, then went right into television uh, after, um, frankly, you know, losing my job at KGIL when uh, <laughs> when they when they did a format change, uh, which is not uncommon, I guess, in in the radio business. And I worked in Los Angeles television newsrooms, uh, mostly doing investigative journalism for uh, the first several years of my career. I worked uh, also for the CBS. Uh, O&O in Chicago, WBBM, and uh, found myself working for Scripps as a as sort of a consultant um, to help them start up an investigative team in Phoenix. And uh, at Scripps, I found a company incredibly committed to journalism, committed to um, the highest form of ethics, objective, quality journalism. It was exactly you know the kind of storytelling that I uh, that I enjoyed long form inve- long form investigative journalism, and uh, when my wife was graduating from uh, business school, uh, we knew that we should be in the same city because I was sort of commuting back and forth from from Phoenix to um, Chicago, and she was in Chicago at uh, at Kellogg, and uh, and so uh, Procter and Gamble offered her a job here in Cincinnati, and uh, the Scripps uh, corporate office offered me a job overseeing investigations for what at the time was our nine station television station group. Right. And from, from there, I, I, I you know, I, I had the opportunity to broaden my responsibility to all of news uh, and then um, spend some time outside of our television business uh, overseeing content and marketing for our interactive media division. And then in, um, in 2008, when we were spinning away the Scripps networks, you know, I was sort of given the option do you want to continue with the interactive businesses or do you want to go back to work on the journalism side? And for me, it was a very obvious choice. I'm a journalist by nature and really love the commitment we have to the mission. And uh, so I, I came back to the, the, the broadcast division and oversight interactive, ultimately became the um, chief digital officer for the company, overseeing the digital assets for our newspapers and our television stations. And um, Back in 2016, I was named uh, the successor CEO and, and took over in 2017. And it's been a really, it's been a wild ride. Scripps is an incredible company and it's been a humbling experience to be able to lead our 6,000 employees dedicated to 
you know, informing, engaging, and entertaining people across the nation. Thanks for listening. Be sure to give us a review at Apple Podcasts. We love to hear from listeners. And be sure to tune in next week for another episode of Strictly Business. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print, or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.